Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, and joining us, as usual, is the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing today? Hello, Scott. I am very pleased to hear your voice because I've missed you. You've been away. <laughs> yes, I have. I was uh, out uh, in the uh, Rocky Mountains, not far from Banff, and I had a very, very exciting time. I saw elk and deer and moose. No bears, I'm happy to say. <laughs> uh, but I did see something that was really unusual. Uh, in the morning, we drove uh, through uh, Kootenai National Park, and on the side of the road, in the ditch, was a upside-down truck. Mm. And the truck was hauling uh, fuel. So it was one of those tanker trucks. Oh, was, my goodness. But it had two of them. So it had obviously been going too fast, turned, and... Uh, uh, didn't make the turn, and one of them flipped over, then the next flipped over, and then uh. he flipped over. So in the morning, we went by, and we were, um, you know, the first time was like, wow, right? And I was there with a friend of mine, and and he has a, I don't know what, convertible sporty car, right? So uh, we had come up, and we looked like we were going a little fast when we came up, so the lady telling us to slow down was like really animated, right? And then she said, yeah, I didn't think you guys were going to stop or whatever. We chatted with her for a minute. And then we went through. And I said, i got to take a closer look at this. And I had my camera and everything else. So we turned around and we went back. So she didn't see us because she was telling these people to stop. So we kind of slid behind her, right? Because the other uh, lady was telling us to stop. So we stopped and we got through. And then we did another UE and we went through the second time. And so this lady, who we'd already had one conversation with, we thought we'd have some fun with her. And we said, have you seen our twins? And she started howling. She says, I was thought I was going crazy. She says, I was sure I'd seen you guys somewhere before, <laughs> right? So when we finished our day, like 10 hours later, we're driving back. They had just gotten it upright. So thank goodness there was no oil spill or anything like that. And and as we went through, we like honked and waved at, at the gal, and she says, "Oh, you know, she was like it was like she was our friend, right?" <laughs> <laughs> so we, it, but it was quite exciting, and I thought, man, oh man, that poor truck driver, right? Talk about uh, you know an experience. I'm sure he'll be talking uh, to his friends and family about for a long time. Uh, yeah, I mean, to take all day to get them upright and out, I mean, it must have been very stressful. Oh, absolutely. And one of, uh, one of uh, my favorite sayings from a mutual friend of ours is, you can have short-term pain for long-term gain, or you can have short-term gain for long-term pain. And I thought that guy was uh, getting a lot of short-term gain for a lot of long-term pain, because... You know, he was probably, he had to have been going, it was perfect conditions. It wasn't like it was icy or anything like that, uh, unless an animal just jumped in front of him and he swerved to miss it or that, that I'm not aware of. But it just was wonderful driving conditions. And I think he, he had taken that corner a bit too fast and, you know, just rushing a little bit and, uh, you know, trying to get ahead. And, of course, being a whole day behind and who knows if he'd spent, the, you know, a couple of days in the hospital. 
Yeah, it, it's a very interesting concept that, that you mentioned, Scott, that short-term gain for long-term pain uh, or the other way around, short-term pain for long-term gain. Uh, because often in our daily life, we might put things off or feel uncomfortable about doing something um, or any number of, of things because we're thinking of uh, the instant gratification, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't really want to have to do that now or um, I, as in procrastination. I, mm -hmm. I'd rather uh, surf the net than get on and finish my book or I'd rather surf the net than make that important phone call, whatever it is, or go back to my paperwork. Uh, so that is a definite example of short-term gain for long-term pain because ultimately uh, the book has to be written or the paperwork has to be done or phone call needs to be made um, but it's just put off for even longer and it just I, I believe creates a really yuck energy because uh, we know at the back of our mind that we have to do it anyway uh, we're just getting that instant gratification of oh it'll make me feel better to do this now and then I'll get to it um, and then of course when uh, we step up and we consider the flip side of if I can do this right now in this moment um, really apply myself and uh, do it then that will lead to transformation I will mm -hmm. get what I want so that short-term pain of, oh, yuck, making that phone call or, or doing, doing what uh, creates anxiety uh, will only be short-term because the long-term results, what we would reap as a result of doing it now, are far greater. And uh, I think it, it's hugely important uh, if we're able to, to consider taking action uh, in that moment and stepping up to it. Uh, because as you mentioned about that truck driver, I don't know why he was driving so fast, but as you said, the conditions were great. He took the corner way too fast uh, to, to get ahead. Maybe he was running late. Maybe he'd overslept. Who knows? Um, and then it, it curtailed him for at least a day, if not several days. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So, And I think it's something that we don't really think about as much as we should, right? I don't... Uh, I don't clean my gutters out in the in the fall when it's when I should and the leaves are coming out and it's not uh, bad weather and then when the rains and the snow comes of course they they fill up and they flood and I got water spewing everywhere it shouldn't be and it's a mess and yet to go and do it in December or January is a really ugly job <laughs> <laughs> you know? so I was like you know so we we tend to procrastinate and put off things that we uh, we should be doing, whether it's in our relationships or in our work or in our environment. And and then it's just like, oh, man, you know, it just gets to the point where the energy is such that now I have to do it. And, and it's really a miserable job, which just reinforces why I didn't want to do it in the first place instead of doing it in the first place and then not having to worry about it. Exactly. Yes, because it, it's always bubbling away there under the surface. Um, and that instant high we get from uh, diverting our attention and distracting ourselves to do something else uh, is only momentary. We'll, we'll always have to come back to it. Uh, so, for example, this weekend, um, I had to make a big decision about something in my business. And uh, I was very focused and uh, in alignment with what I needed to do. And uh, during a business conversation, I swayed. 
I, I moved away uh, from where I thought my focus, well, where it was when I started the phone conversation. And I realized that I was feeling very uncomfortable during the phone call and wh whatever was being said, I needed to have that short-term gain, uh, kind of get me out of here, I'll agree mm -hmm. to anything kind of idea. And, it's, and I could feel towards the end of the conversation and certainly by the time I hung up the phone, this was not good for me. It was already beginning to physically make me feel very ill at ease. And then I couldn't concentrate for the rest of the day because uh, it was uh, uh, percolating away, I could have said this, I wish I'd done that. Why didn't I stand in my power? Why did I sway? So all these questions started coming up for me. Um, and I realized that I hadn't, uh, hadn't taken the action that I had intended because I went for that short-term gain. Um, and then the pain, of course, the payoff was a, a day and that then led into a weekend of me feeling my energies were very uh, scrambled. My nervous system felt very ill at ease and uh, I couldn't concentrate. And I wonder if, if any of the listeners uh, can relate to that with something where they're then distracted for a long period of time because of that short period of time uh, where they were uh, had that instant gratification, that quick fulfillment. Right. Oh, I think we all have had that, haven't we? Yes, and uh, I think there is resistant, a lot of resistance and a lot of, therefore, a lot of fear to taking action. Uh, in the moment and really really going with what feels right for us. Um, a lot of people feel they need to please, if, if another person's involved, they have to please the other person. Uh, and so uh, they put the, their needs second, so they go with the flow of the other person. Uh, and uh, I hear that a lot with the clients that I work with. Um, it's easier to just say yes and, and go along with it. Um, and easier to not take the action that I want and deserve. Um, right. And uh, I think this is where EFT comes in so beautifully, because if we're aware that we're kind of moving out of um, our focus and where we want to be, and therefore it will lead to a block, uh, it will halt whatever progress we want, and that could be emotional progress, uh, feeling clearer about things, increased self-worth, uh, getting um, clearer on our future and our visions and commitments and so forth. And it could also be um, an environmental block, like, oh, I can't progress in my business now because I, I'm afraid to take action, or I can't, uh, I, I'm not fulfilling my relationship because I'm afraid to take action. So whatever is going on for us, if there is that block and we notice there's resistance, um, I, I suggest to people that they, they make a list of the reasons why they believe they're not able to take action right now. Why can't you take that action? Uh, so there could be an, any number of things like, oh, uh, she would be hurt uh, or um, it, it would make me look mean. Uh, or it would make me look stupid, for example, uh, or um, people in my family don't do things like that, or, well, if I took action, the book would get written, or if I took action, then my office would be decluttered. Whatever comes up, um, and these positives and negatives about what the action would result in, um, and then uh, to use EFT on whatever those answers are. What, what is that resistance? Uh, 
um, because if we stay where we are, then the pain will only increase. Uh, that long-term pain will continue. Right. Yeah, and that's the, that's the truth of the matter, isn't it? Is the more things we put off, the... Uh, the, you know, really the worse it tends to get. And that's one of the reasons why we have so many stress-related diseases. Uh, exactly, yes. Uh, I mean, I'm sure everybody listening is fully aware that uh, stress is uh, one of the main pr uh, predominant uh, causes of a serious illness. And uh, how, how much more stressed do we need to feel if we're beating ourselves up for not doing something, for taking that instant gratification and then uh, not, not, not moving in the way that we'd hoped. So for example, somebody who has uh, successfully been dieting uh, may succumb if they're at a family gathering or, or an event like a birthday party and they have that uh, glass of wine or that slice of chocolate cake and in that moment it just feels that they deserve it. They, it's their reward for working so hard towards the weight loss. Um, and then what does it feel like for the rest of the evening after that and the next day when they wake up and so How did forth. you know about that party I went to on the weekend, Annabelle? <laughs> <laughs> did you have a slice of chocolate cake? Oh, I went to this uh, uh, house party with uh, one of my favorite people and they had this little slices of chocolate cake that were absolutely to die for. Of course, there's a whole table of stuff that was totally irresistible. And that's where I hung out the whole evening because I knew everybody had to come to the table to get food, and that was the way I broke the ice, you see. I had a plan, right? It wasn't just to eat. Uh, wrong. Yes. Oh, <laughs> to socialize and meet people. Yeah, that's why I was there, right? Because that's where the action was, of course had nothing to do with the beautiful cakes and the fruits and the vegetables and salmon and everything else that was there. So the next day I'm going, oh, I can still feel all that food in my stomach. And uh, and of course it's it's not what I want. You know, I want to stay slim and trim and not put on two or three pounds in a couple hours. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about me. Uh, <laughs> that's a great example then, because in in that moment uh, there wasn't enough pain to not eat oh, the chocolate Oh, there was cake. tons of short-term gain. Mm -hmm. It was so yummy, and we would talk about this and the, the dipping the blueberries in the whipped cream, which by the uh, strawberries, I mean, and some of the strawberries it had one of the some of the strawberries had a little sign over the bowl that said alcoholic strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were soaked in something. It was so good. And, of course, that's that's what happens a lot of times, right? It's like, oh, this is so good. I can, I'll can i just do that. And then later on, right, now I have to go to hot yoga seven times this week instead of twice. And <laughs> run a mile and all these things. And could have saved myself all of that pain. Yes, exactly.
So that, I think, is a great demonstration. And of course, we deserve treats. I'm not suggesting everybody uh, abstain from everything that brings them joy. Uh, however, it's a good demonstrate. Food is a great demonstration of how we often uh, take the, the quick gain uh, and then it, it creates a, a heightened stress afterwards. That's and of right. course, as, as we know, uh, with the, the examples that I used earlier, when the stress is continual, um, and as you mentioned, Scott, that's when um, the body uh, decides that it's unable to uh, respond to that, those levels of stress on a, such an ongoing basis uh, all the time. Uh, so again, this is, uh, we're looking after our, not only our mental and emotional well-being here, we're looking after our physical well-being because it's been my experience as I've learned to uh, set boundaries not only with other people but with myself over the last year uh, that it just creates such clarity and freedom and then of course that leads to joy. Um, because I'm not constantly thinking, uh, oh, should I do this or shouldn't I? I, I know uh, what, what feels right for me and I stick to it. So I take action um, and I, I refuse to sway from that. So this weekend was very unusual for me and it felt really uncomfortable to be out of alignment. Um, so that's where EFT came in and um, I was able to uh, alleviate the stress that I was causing myself because inevitably I started beating myself up thinking, oh, why did I do that? I wish I'd done this. Um, so I wondered, well, particularly as I'm feeling something about my weekend, you're feeling something about the food you ate at the party, Scott, at the weekend. Uh, maybe we could do some tapping around that. I think that would be an awesome idea. Mm -hmm. So for people um, who are listening, if you, if you know that you have decisions to make uh, or there are daily uh, things that come up for you uh, where you're aware that you're just putting them off uh, because it's easier to take that more comfortable route and uh, get the, the short-term gain, that instant gratification. Um, and you know that it really stresses you out ultimately because you're going to have to deal with it at some stage um, and it's going to cause long-term pain, uh, then perhaps it'll be great to tap along with Scott and me and uh, use EFT to feel safe enough to take that step uh, because EFT is great for relieving stress and uh, for making us feel a lot clearer and more comfortable about a situation. Right. So uh, we should probably state a disclaimer. Absolutely. So um, as, as I say in the podcast, usually I'm not a licensed health professional, but I offer EFT as an advanced EFT practitioner. And EFT is not intended to be used as a replacement for medical treatment, but can be used in conjunction. You're encouraged to consult your doctor and or therapist regarding your use of EFT. And in choosing to tap along with Scott and me, you're required to take complete responsibility for your own emotional, physical, and mental health and well-being, both during and after this podcast. And if you're listening to this in your car while you're driving, please don't take your hands off the wheel so that you can tap. We would recommend that you wait uh, until such time as you are no longer driving to participate in the tapping exercise. Great. That's my favorite part of the program. 
<laughs> I know you enjoy saying that, Scott, so I, I let you enjoy yourself. <laughs> okay, very nice. So let's use your situation as an example, Scott. So you delighted in all the food and you convinced yourself very successfully that you had to stand near the food table because you were being very social and meeting and greeting people when they came up for their food. And now, as a result, looking back on that, what's the emotion that you feel with regard to the food you ate and uh, the, the long-term repercussions of that? Uh, I would say disappointment and um, a little bit of frustration because now, uh, instead of losing, having to lose five pounds, I have to lose seven. So I've created more work for myself. Mm. Yes. Okay. And what uh, do you feel more frustration or more disappointment? Disappointment. And what number would you give that if 10 was the most disappointment you could feel about this? Uh, eight. And where do you feel that in your body? <laughs> My stomach. Ah, what's your stomach doing? It's going, <laughs> I think this means I'm not going to get any ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it kind of churning and feeling uncomfortable? Not churning so much as just uh, feels like a little bit of a pit in the stomach. Mm. Okay. And if, if that pit in your stomach was a picture, what would it look like, Scott? Uh, desert. Oh, and what does that remind you of? Deprivation. Yes, so it's interesting, isn't it, as this is food-related, that deprivation comes up. Yeah. When I was 18, I could eat whatever I wanted. didn't matter. Yes, so then you could have happily stood at the food table at that party and eaten to your heart's content. Okay, so then uh, the, the reason for the, the sense of deprivation coming up is because uh, you know that uh, the short-term pain of perhaps just having one piece of chocolate cake and then feeling really good in the long term about it, only needing to lose one pound or something like that, um, that that would feel for you right now more uncomfortable. It's easier perhaps uh, to, because you would f you recognize the, the deprivation, the, the deprived uh, feelings that would go along with that. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's why it's easier to enjoy and have a few more mouthfuls of whatever's coming along. Okay, uh, so why don't we uh, start with some tapping on the karate chop point and you uh, tap along. Feel free to change the words if you need to, Scott. Okay. We'll say this, even though I'm really disappointed in myself. Even though I'm really disappointed in myself. Because I opted for short-term gain. Because I opted for short-term gain. And I ended up with long-term pain. And I ended up with long-term pain. And I'm frustrated with myself. And I'm frustrated with myself. And even though that's true. And even though that's true. I want to accept all of me. I want to accept all of me. Even though I have all this disappointment. Even though I have all this disappointment. Because it was so much easier not to think about my weight. 
Because it was so much easier not to think about my weight. Not and to eat what I wanted. And to eat what I wanted. And I want to accept myself for the choices that I made. And I want to accept myself for the choices that I made. And how I'm feeling now. And how I'm feeling now. Okay, and we'll say this. Even though I resisted taking action in a healthy way. Even though I resisted taking action in a healthy way. Um, and I did what I did. And I did what I did. I want to accept myself. I want to accept myself. Because I was doing my best under the circumstances. Because I was doing my best under the circumstances. And I recognized the resistance that I was feeling. And I recognized the resistance that I was feeling. And I'm open to the possibility. And I'm open to the possibility. That if I do take action in a way that serves me. That if I do take action in a way that serves me. I can really move forward. I can really move forward. Okay, so let's go to the top of the head and we'll say this. All the disappointment that I'm feeling. All the disappointment that I'm feeling. And the eyebrow point. Because I didn't take the action that I, I could have done. Because I didn't take the action that I could have done. And the side of the eye. I chose the easy route. I chose the easy route. And under the eye, I chose short-term gain. I chose short-term gain. Under the nose. It was so much easier to put off feeling healthy. It was so much easier to put off feeling healthy. Chin point. I didn't want to think about that. I didn't want to think about that. Collarbone point. I wanted to enjoy myself in the moment. I wanted to enjoy myself in the moment. And under the arm. I was resisting thinking about the long term. I was resisting thinking about the long term. And now the liver point. I didn't want to think about that. I didn't want to think about that. Inside the wrist. And I'm frustrated. And I'm frustrated. Top of the head. Because in the long term. Because in the long term. Eyebrow point. I've created more work for myself. I've created more work for myself. Side of the eye. I wish I'd chosen a different route. I wish I'd chosen a different route. Under the eye. Um, and maybe I wouldn't feel so disappointed. Maybe I wouldn't feel so disappointed. Under the nose. I really deserve to take action in a different way next time. I really deserve to take action in a different way next time. Chin point. And now I'm aware of that. And now I'm aware of that. Collarbone point. Maybe I can. Maybe I can. Under the arm. So I'm ready to accept the decision I made then. So I'm ready to accept the decision I made then. Liver point. And choose to move forward now. And choose to move forward now. Inside the wrist. I can take action in a different way now I have this understanding. I can take action in a different way now I have this understanding. Great. So let's close our eyes and we'll take a comfortable breath, Scott. And just tell me how you that pit in your stomach's feeling right now. It's uh, pretty much gone. Mm. I'm feeling actually kind of euphoric. Oh yes, why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I guess because I've I can 
enjoy the food, but I don't have to gorge on the food. Great. Okay. So uh, I guess then in enjoying it um, in the short term and feeling comfortable and, and at ease with yourself in the long term. Yes. And do you, what level of disappointment do you feel now if you were an eight? I would say maybe two. Okay. And what about the frustration? Is that still there? No, I can't feel it. Okay, so let's tap the karate chop point now and we'll say this. Even though I was very disappointed with myself. Even though I was very disappointed with myself. Because of the action I decided to take. Because of the action I decided to take. I choose to uh, forgive myself. I choose to forgive myself. And to move on from this now. And to move on from this now. Even though I still have some disappointment. Even though I still have some disappointment. Because I did choose short-term gain for long-term pain. Because I did choose short-term gain for long-term pain. I choose to turn this around. I choose to turn this around. And look at this differently now. And look at this differently now. And to move on from it. And to move on from it. And we'll say just one more at the karate chop. Even though there is still some disappointment. Even though there is still some disappointment. Because I didn't take the action that would have served me best. Because I didn't take the action that would have served me best. I choose to acknowledge that. I choose to acknowledge that. And accept myself anyway. And accept myself anyway. Because I can make a new decision next time. Because I can make a new decision next time. Okay, so we'll go to the top of the head and we'll say this. Any remaining disappointment that I may feel. Any remaining disappointment I may feel. Eyebrow point. Because of the decision that I made. Because of the decision I made. Side of the eye. I want to accept myself. I want to accept myself. Under the eye and let the disappointment go. And let the disappointment go. Under the nose. I choose to put it safely behind me. I choose to put it safely behind me. Chin point. Any remaining disappointment. Any remaining disappointment. Collarbone point. I choose to move on from it now. I choose to move on from it now. Under the arm. Committing to taking action in a different way now. Committing to taking action in a different way now. Liver point. In a way that helps me heal and grow in a way that helps me heal and grow. Inside the wrist, which is for my whole well-being. Which is for my whole well-being. Top of the head. I choose to understand that if I take action. I choose to understand that if I take action. Eyebrow point before I'm ready. Before I'm ready. Side of the eye. I am open to all possibilities. I am open to all possibilities. Under the eye, all opportunities. All opportunities. Under the nose, and long-term gain. And long-term gain. Chin point, I choose to accept myself now. I choose to accept myself now. Collarbone point, and look forward with curiosity. And look forward with curiosity. Under the arm, at how I can make decisions in the future. At how I can make decisions in the future. Uh, liver point, how I can remain true to myself. How I can remain true to myself. Inside the wrist, and I choose to do so in a surprisingly easy way. And I choose to do so in a surprisingly easy way. 
Nice. Well done, Scott. How does that feel? Wonderful. Good. Yeah, I don't know how, no other way to put it, but feel great. Good. Are you feeling more at ease about the choices that you made at the weekend? Absolutely. Good. Well done. More at ease and happier and way more relaxed. Excellent. Okay, so we can tap on uh, decisions that we have made in the past that we feel were now as we look back, even if the past was this morning, were inappropriate for us, that they just didn't feel right. Maybe for you, you were thoroughly enjoying yourself. It wasn't a question of, all oh, this doesn't feel right. Uh, in my case, as I was making the decision, I knew it didn't feel right. Uh, so we can look back and use EFT on the past events and how we're feeling about that now. And of course, we can look to the future and use EFT about decisions that we, we are needing to make and action that we have to take. Uh, so it can be used in both of those ways. Wonderful. So, Annabelle, if somebody wanted to learn more about EFT and how they can use it in their lives, what should they do? Yeah, I suggest that uh, people go to my website, www.theefthealingcenter.com. And there's all sorts of resources there, uh, articles and audios, uh, YouTube videos to tap along to. Wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. You've been listening to the EFT Healing Center online radio network, and we really appreciate having you along with us. We hope that you got a lot out of today's session. I know I did. I feel uh, lighter and, and uh, happier and less stressed than I did uh, before we started. So I want to thank you very much for that, Annabelle. And, uh, thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you next time.